your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Welcome to the Voice America Sports Network. We live. We are going global. Uh, we live here in Phoenix, Arizona, in the state of Arizona. Great day. I got in the studio with me, not on the phone. I got Coach B, Rich Britt. What's the word? What's came the word, at a baby? great time. Well, you came at a great time. The weather out here is perfect, man. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. So uh, that's good. I got Coach B in the studio. We. We um we did a couple of things since he's been here so far, but he liked to stay in the hotel. You uh how you enjoy your stay, man? So oh far? man, I'm chilling, man. I am out, man. I'm out there at that um Scottsdale Countback Resort. Beautiful place, man. Beautiful. Everybody's wonderful. We got great staff. You know the pool is really nice. The place the uh, condos are really nice, man. If you got you got the opportunity, check it out. Mm-hmm. www. Check it out. Yeah, that's not a bad place at all, man. I know you was hanging out by the pool at by the bar a lot every huh? day. It was a good time to do it because it wasn't that hot this weekend or Not last at all. weekend at all. We got a bomb happy hour too, man. Yeah, man, from three, four to seven, get some shock tops or you know somebody. <laughs> they know me. I gotta get my brew on. A happy hour. Yeah. Well, I, I, hey, hey, it was good. It wasn't bad, man. I nah, tell you that. I've been there before. I'm glad you're having a good time. So, but you uh, you taking off tomorrow, huh? Yeah, I leave tomorrow afternoon about two something. You know, I gotta get back to that East Coast, hang out in DC for a little bit. I go to Tampa uh, in a couple weeks too, so. Oh, you, uh, I'm jet setting. Yeah, I was going to say, you jet setting. I'm like Ric Flair, baby. Limousine riding. Oh, okay. You know. Well, we're going to see about that. <laughs> but that was good. That was a good deal, man. You in town. You in the studio right now. Again, we live here on the Voice America Sports Network. You want to call in with any questions or comment, the number is 888-346-9144. Again, 888-346-9144. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. We're going to talk about this basketball stuff. We got a game coming on tonight? Oh, yeah. Uh, nine o'clock Eastern time, six o'clock Pacific time. Yeah, so I'm uh, so Game you go so three. are you gonna do the happy hour thing over at the uh, Scottsdale Comeback Resort? It looks like that. I, ain't no other place to be. Okay, well mm-hmm. I'm uh, I don't know what I'm be in the house. So I'm think I'm a uh, yeah. You, you look like you tired. I'm tired, man. I, I didn't. Tell, anybody I, can call in and find my voice. I think I lost it somewhere. Just let me know if you find it. Yeah, you well. As soon as you came in, you set it off. But yeah. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that off the air. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that off the air. Why but you gotta put my business on the screen? I ain't gonna do that, man. I appreciate you, baby. Appreciate hey, we, hey, thanks for joining us again on the Voice America Sport Network. Thanks for coming back with us another week. We're gonna talk about these uh, Lakers in a minute, man. But oh yeah, uh, what you think about this? I'm 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 going with I'm going with the Lakers about to shut it down. I'm about they Hold up, last week you last week you was going with I, your with I'm Orlando. I'm Orlando. I'm going with Orlando. I like Orlando, but tonight I mean I oh, okay, Orlando gave them a good run in that last time and they went in overtime. Okay. But it's just not enough for the guys to win. Kobe the first quarter, Kobe only had 5 points and they were up oh, by, by 5. I don't I just too much too many mistakes, too many turnovers. They don't had that's it. two games, 20 turnovers. It's not like it's good basketball being played right now. This is regular season basketball. This isn't pl- finals basketball. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. Because before, when it's, when the playoffs started, I would say this is probably some of the best uh, playoff basketball since Michael Jordan and those guys were playing. Yes. Now, you take what they did, what these two teams did, the three series prior to meeting in the finals, then they're playing good basketball. Right now, they're like garbage. I, honestly, I think Tempe High School right. could go out there and beat Orlando right now. Oh, man, you're going too far. I mean, I'm just saying. You, or ASU, one of them. You go ASU? You're going too far. Now, if you say Kansas, I, yeah. you give up. You give up 20, 
turnovers, you turn the ball 20 over. In what sport, in what league, you do 20 turnovers, are you going to be successful? It, it's hard, man. Me. It's hard to be successful when you're turning the ball over. You don't get yourself a great As chance. As a coach, you know what I tell my people? My defense, hey, guys, look, you give me three to four turnovers a game. You win the game. Game's over. We're shutting you down, period. Well, you should. And, you know, a call, a call, a call comes down to coaching. But you got you to gotta also, the uh, Lakers been playing pretty good ball. Now, it's not the series they had with the uh, Denver Nuggets or the Houston Rockets. Like their, you, their bench, I was ready to watch those series. Their bench, step, their bench is stepping up. Lamar Odom, you know, he, he may be on a little sugar high it, <laughs> with the Mike and Ikes or whatever. But, you know, hey. he's, he's playing some good ball. If I missed this game, it wouldn't be a big deal because it would excite the uh, the previous series against the uh, Rockets and uh, the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Those games were, I mean, you want to watch that. You want to see what those guys going to do. That's real. Because I'll, I'll, I thought the Nuggets might pull it out. Well, the only reason I really watched the Houston series, I wanted to see if Ron Artest is going to go off on somebody. No, Ron Artest, he's growing up, man. Ron, but Ron go off. Ron go off on the court now. Yeah. I ain't, ain't talking about walking the stand, smacking nobody. I'm talking about. Going off on a court, putting I, I, up you know what? Points. If he would have, I don't. I think he's grown up now. If he would, if that was going to happen, it would have happened when Kobe elbowed him in the mouth, and then when he went to go approach Kobe, I think it would have happened then. But he, he understand, man. You're not going to do that and keep that rep because every time you uh, you have an incident, it's going to be a Dennis Rodman case for you. Every time you touch somebody, <laughs> it's going to be a foul. They're going to treat him like Dennis Rodman. That's Den- real. And the refs aren't the refs aren't helping the situation none either. I thought the refs were getting paid again. You didn't think so, Kobe? Somebody paying them. So I, I think them the side. refs control too much of the game. Let those guys play uh, other than the flagrant fouls and, and uh, you know, call a game. But mm-hmm. they were playing too much part of the game. So, which leads me to believe, you remember when they was getting play, uh, paid about two years ago? Or was it last <laughs> year? Well, how were they getting paid? You're talking about on the um, betting? Uh, out on the betting, oh, outside yeah, of that. Yeah, control. You can't control a game like Tim that. Tim Donahue? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I understand, man, uh, yeah, doing your job. But don't, don't, you got some outside betting going on. I don't, don't know. Do nothing, you don't do nothing. To, uh, and my thing is you don't do anything to disgrace what you love to do, period. Well, you're talking about the refs, right? Refs, anything. Basketball, every, any right. athlete shouldn't do anything to disgrace what they love to do. All right. Well, what about Kobe, man? You think Kobe, you think this is – now, Kobe's going for his fourth ring. Now, it, the way it looks, it looks like he'll get him. Now, uh, reg- uh, although Orlando have these two games at home, and I, I don't like team, I don't like three. They don't like, I think it's is it's it two, three, two? If I'm not mistaken, and you might be mistaken. Well, let me. Uh, well, I have well you you got you right in front of the computer. Look it up. I'm look but it look, up, I think I don't like when teams say we going home and play. You know, the ramp, the the crowd plays a factor in it. But if you focus and into your game and you got a task at hand. Uh-huh. You can't hear the crowd. I never hear the crowd until a play is over. Then it's a loud noise in your ear. But the Rams are still 10 feet. The uh, the, the basketball court is still the same distance and width. That's it. That's real. You got to go play. So why do you have to wait to go home to get that crowd noise? If you can't hear the crowd noise at home, then obviously it's going to affect you when you're on the road. Well, also understand that they did have opportunity to win both games. Well, the first, second game. Not the first game. The first game was a straight blowout from, from Jump Street. Well, yeah, Hollywood. First quarter. They was in Hollywood. It was in yeah. L.A. The so, lights got in their eyes. But the second game, you know, we, we don't, I will talk about that next segment, but cause I got a lot to say on that. But still. On the second had, game? Yeah, you had an opportunity to win the game. And you don't twenty turnovers while you lost that game. Period. Twenty turn twenty turnovers in two games is you you're not giving yourself a chance to win a, a basketball any game. Not at all. And we're talking about basketball basketball right now, but you're not giving yourself a chance to win a basketball game. And you're playing against a pretty good Lake L.A. Lakers team. Yeah, very so, good. Lakers and team. you got, in my opinion, you have the best guy in the in the league in the NBA who's not an MVP. You okay. have the best guy in the league who's not MVP. The best guy, in my opinion, since uh Michael Jordan left. He's consistent. He's been that way ever since. And uh, you, you hear the comparison about uh, him and Kobe and Michael Jordan, but 
This guy consistently put up numbers, and now he finally has some help. I thought a great addition was uh, bringing Powell Casal in. I thought uh, drafting Bynum. Bynum, if he can stay healthy, he can contribute a little bit. True. But um, you make a lot of fuss about Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom does his job. I think Lamar Odom is the Scottie Pippen to uh, Kobe. Yes, 2-3-2. Two, two. And you got Fisher. Uh, uh, Fisher, very dis- – he, he's not going to get you those major points to win you a game, but Fisher hit big shots at times. I think Fisher, he – Three championships. He, he, he got three he championships. He has three championships. He's been a part of winning. He, he was knows, a point guard on those three championship teams. And, and he knows what it, he know what it takes to win those yes, games. Yes, he so, does. Uh, they got a very veteran season team now, and with some uh, help for Kobe. Kobe, if you watch these games, you watch the games in the past, how he was doing all the work, and by yeah. the fourth quarter, he's tired. It's just like LeBron was. Now, I got a, um, I got a scenario with you about oh, LeBron. Here we go. But no, we're gonna get to that later. I'm yeah, not gonna bring it right now because this, uh, this gonna have to be off the cuff right here about LeBron. Now, what you think about if it came down to coaching? Where's the edge? Now, never mind it. Phil has those nine championships. Well, it comes rings. to Phil. Phil's going to give you that. I mean, I understand. Van Gundy learned from one of the best, Pat Riley. Right. You understand that. He learned from one of the best under Pat Riley. But still, when it's all said and done, Phil Jackson, nine championship rings. Nine. And he had Jordan Pitt. We, we look at the team he had, though. Got, it don't take a lot of coaching he, to he do had, that. Again, he had a, not a lot, wasn't a lot of coaching when he won three in L.A. neither. It was, I don't know. It was Kobe and Shaq. Okay. Yeah, so, I got to have me two But stars. you got to understand something. You know, Phil make Phil enables his superstars Kobe Michael to coach on the court and <laughs> enable the better other players to do what their job is supposed to be. That's what he preaches. You know what? I think uh, I heard Kobe say this. If I'm not mistaken, I think he said uh, Shaq. I didn't win. Shaq didn't win um, those three championships without him. Kobe said he won those three championships because of me. What you think about that? And he also said. It goes both ways. It go, I won it go, mine because of that, too. Right, it goes both ways. But, you know, uh, but honestly, they wouldn't have had two of them without big shot Robert Ory. Robert Ory, on every, that's why he has seven of them? Seven, only seven, one with seven. The well, only guy with Seven ever championship rings with three different teams. Right. But you're wow. right. Robert Ory, uh, uh, teams was taking this guy, putting him on the team because he hit that big shot. He'd come off the bench cold and have game winners. You know, I, don't, I couldn't tell you how many game winners he had. Uh, he in could, the league, I bet he can come out now and hit a game winner for somebody. He could. I, I bet teams ask for him. Teams ask for him. If he wanted to come back and play, they'll work him out. And if he still has it, he come off the bench fresh. He'll play on somebody's team. Oh, most definitely. I think he can still do do it. I think that when it's all said and done, Sunday's night game, with Orlando and the Lakers. You know, I I think when it comes to coaching, why do you put a rookie, Courtney Lee, in the position to? make the final, the last shot. Granted, it's a layup, and he gets paid to make layups because that's why he's an NBA. But you make you put him in a position to make that that shot. I could tell you why. Nobody expected him to. Nobody expected him. He had um, – But everybody no, – they, right, they didn't expect him because they knew he wouldn't make it. He, he should have made – no, they, I don't think they knew he would make it. They just, got, he well, didn't have that you know type – I mean. They didn't expect uh, Courtney Lee to make uh, – to be the guy who take that shot. They had all those guys up front where the big guys and their shooters were – you saw, you've seen what those guys done to, uh, did to the um, uh, Boston Celtics and what they did to the teams they played. They was outside shooting. Right, that's true. But another thing, another thing I have a problem with, with Stan, with Van Gundy, is the fact of, okay, he's, you don't play some of your, your bench players a series, a whole series, maybe half a series. I haven't played them since game one, game two of the prior series. That's, what, about two and a half weeks? Right. Actual playing time. So, then you got J.J. Reddick coming in. You know, he's trying to do things. J.J., you shoot the rock. 
You stay on the outside. You touch an arc. You he want to be shoot the uh, ball. You're not going to be John pa- John Stockton. <laughs> you ain't John Stockton. He want to be John Stockton. He want to pass the ball to the big man and look good. You you're a not, shooter, so shoot. Shooter, you've been shooting since you was in Roanoke, Virginia. Keep shooting, son. Absolutely. And that's why I say um, it comes down. If it came down to coaching, then uh, Phil Jackson uh, you has did. the edge. You, you heard I said Virginia, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of great shooters out of Virginia. Yeah, hey, we got about 30 seconds, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys joining. I got Coach B, uh, Rich Britt, in, in the, the studio. studio. He's not calling in. He's here in the studio for another day. Uh, welcome to the Voice America Sports Network. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Ready for some hockey talk? Yeah, we got it. But we also have so much more. This is not your everyday sports talk show. It's sports talk that can inspire and educate. Join former professional hockey players Bob Wilkie and Dave Schultz for Hockey Talk with Bubba and the Hammer. Each week's show will feature guests who are ready to share their life stories of how they achieved success. We'll also discuss the week's stories in hockey and learn from the pros about all levels of the game. Listen to Hockey Talk with Bubba and the Hammer. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Four and three and two. We win one. Just play. Four and three and two. Everybody, let's get through. 
Welcome back to Kwame Lasso Sports Talk on the Voice, Voice America Sports Network. We got Coach B in the studio. The word. He's not on the line this time. He's live. He's here in the studio on the Phoenix enjoying this great weather. Man, it's beautiful out here this week. You know, I, ain't, I didn't get the chance to take my coffee break, man. See, I, I, but you, oh, speaking of that. But you I, was making all that noise about me going to get coffee every time that yeah, I had a break. I'm kind of salty right now. But you got a cup of coffee right there. Yeah, I had to get it myself, you know, I'm. New in the studio, you know. I hear Ray bringing you coffee all the time. I know you're listening, hey, Ray. Ray, the super producer, you man. Know, he it's just, he but, just don't you know, sit behind the desk. I can't get no coffee. That's okay though. I understand why. You know, Michigan yeah. fan, Ohio State alum. You think that's what, what it is? Exactly what it is. Straight hater, Ray. But it's okay. <laughs> all right, man. Okay. He'll, he'll bring you some, man. I, I hope I, so. I, we'll get him on the next break. But we left off, man, on the first segment talking about uh, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. They've been two up, two zero up on Orlando Magic and got the game coming up tonight. Um, I say Kobe, the best player in the, in the NBA right now today. If LeBron Most was definitely. playing right now, I still think he's the best. But I, I, I fell into I myself. I fell into the hype of the LeBron. I'm still caught up with the LeBron hype. Oh, I'm still a witness to the LeBron hype. What's going on? I think Nike is too, because you know they got a new commercial out with my little man on it. Well, they got a, they got a commercial out, but I'm still I'm still a fan. But you know, I don't have a vote. I can only vote for the. Uh, all-Star games, but who cares about the All-Star games? That's just a show. Everybody most don't definitely. get in there. That's most but if I had an MVP vote and it, that it counted, I think I'm voting for Kobe. Kobe, I made I made noise about this all season that he was the best player in the NBA, and we, and you was talking about D Wade. You thought D Wade was gonna get MVP. I don't so know how in the world you thought he was getting MVP. Why not? Look at what they, last year, 15 games. This year they go to first round, second round of playoffs, or so first round of playoffs. What he brought by so, himself. With, you know, no Sean Marion, what they got rid of. Nobody, no other really good supporting cast down there. you saying he should have got it. Cause I honestly. Because of what he did last MVP year. Because of last year, they was 15 games, so he should have got it this year because they won more than 15 games. My thing is this. It says most valuable player. Right. For okay. He Not is for the most player. valuable pocket revenue maker. Most valuable player. That's why D you don't have a vote. I understand why I don't have a vote. Look. Look, look. This Mom, guy. No, go this ahead. guy. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. I. I I like the way I'm a fan of Dwayne Wade, but he didn't put up the um, he didn't put up the numbers. What? Look at the stats. I mean, I am, I'm not making this up. You the computer right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm about looking. Yeah, look right at the stats. I'm right a Dwayne now, Wade really fan. Killing me, dog. I you thought Kobe should have got it. You, well, I, again, right now at this particular moment, right now in time, since the MVP has already been issued, right? Okay, Kobe should have got it. Kobe would get it now. Total now over over the whole body of work, but we go regular season, regular season, not playoffs. Regular season, Kobe Dwayne Wade would have been should have been the regular season MVP in my book. <laughs> Your book may be a whole lot different, but my book is my book, my and book, that's the bottom line. Yeah, my book's full of facts. And, uh, oh, whatever. And, Your book's and, full and of, have you. of facts. Man, let's go to these Orlando Garbage. Magic. What do you think it's going to take for the Orlando Magic to be successful tonight and, and keep their head above water and win this game tonight? Keep the ball in the hole, bottom line. If you're an outside shooting team, Keep shooting your outside shooting, but have some confidence in them. You look at how they played the first two games. There was no confidence in the outside shots. Okay, I, your outside shots open up for the big boys down low to do their thing. Rashad Lewis had a very good game last weekend. He I mean, did. On Sunday, he had a very good game, came through. All right, uh, you know, you, you, you got Rafer. Rafer had four point, five points. He had four, four, points, four points and five assists. Four points and five assists. That's ridiculous. I mean, Rafe, Rafe, get out there. If you need to go to your skip, skip to Malou mentality, to get the ball to win as you get to, get, go there. But come on. If don't he, be upset because you gave up a few playing minutes to a, co to a teammate. 
He should be upset, man. That, that's no that way. retarded. That's chemistry. And that's why I say, and we, we mentioned coaching in the uh, last segment, yes. yep. you can't bring a guy who haven't played since he broke his shoulder or whatever he's done to his shoulder and mess up that chemistry. D- Dwight Howard had a problem with that with not having Courtney Lee in. Next thing you know, they bring Courtney Lee in and they win the game. But if Skip Timberlew, Rayford also go back to that mentality, he's going to be called for travel every time. Now, this is what I think it's going to take for the Orlando Magic to win. First of all, they got to establish a physical presence down low, and that's getting the ball down to Dwight Howard. Stick to the game plan. I think sometimes they get off the game plan. Now, if it's obvious enough that you have to get off the game plan, then you have to do that. But you have to get the ball down low. Get those guys. They have bigger guys than what um, what the Denver Nuggets or what the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers had. Yeah. Get those guys in foul trouble. Dwight Howard have to. When he's down low with the ball, he cannot keep putting the ball on the floor before he takes it to the basket. Those guys are down there reaching for the ball. You know, I'm not going to give you that foul. I'm not going to call a foul. I'm not going to bail you out if you don't keep the ball up. So True. But, you, but you, Kwame, you also understand, man, if they're making their outside shots, you if, gotta, they're make, if they're making their outside shots, right. then it enables Dwight Howard not to have to put the ball on the ground, on the floor, get the ball, and throw it right to the rim. Okay, and also they're not following up on offensive. They're not offensive shots. They're not following up on boards. I, you know what? I, and I was going to get to that. They're not. They're not getting got, second chance when, when shots. When you turn around, when you got, <clears throat> I'm sorry, when you got uh, four white shirts in the paint and they getting boards, and you got Andrew Bynum, Paul Calms Gasol down coaching. They, they you these got guys blocked them out. in the top four in, re- in rebounds. Come on, man. Did you watch these guys? They have, uh, whoever for Orlando Magic take a shot. Did you watch? Um, they don't, guys, the they, they don't crash the board. They don't crash the board because they 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 rely on their outside shooting. There normally they hit those shots. That's how they got to where they are right now. Man, when you're on the courts in in, in VA, you got to crash the boards. As as, as you talk, your talk crash the boards. You got to get the ball down to Dwight Howard. This is what it's going to take for them to win, in my opinion. Get the ball to Dwight Howard. You got to establish a presence right away. Uh-huh. You got to get those guys in foul trouble. At, at least you might get an and one. But you, I don't know why Patrick Ewan is sitting on that bench and not have not told him yet to keep the ball off the ground. They get to you down low. All you have That's to do true. is turn around with the mm-hmm. ball in your chest. They're going to fire you or you're going to make the basket. And, all, and if all you're looking for is the dunk, then just you may get that. But you will go to the line. Do you think that uh, – do you, in your opinion, honestly, we just said a second ago about the um, Jameer Nelson and Ray for Austin situation. I think they had to play – Do ahead. you think – do you honestly think that game three in Orlando – do you think you do you th- how would you how would you use Jameer if you were to play Jameer how would you use him? I would use Jameer to spare Ray for offense to get him a breather. You see Reddick coming in the game. Reddick didn't play since the Boston series. Oh my God, no. I would use Jameer Nelson right. to spare uh, give Ray for offense a breather. But uh, again, three or four minutes a quarter. Three or four minutes a quarter. Get him a breathing. Don't mess up the chemistry of what got you there in the playoffs. Now, Jameer was a huge factor of why these guys are in the playoffs. He was voted All Star and for and rightfully so. But then he got hurt. That's how Sam Cassell came in last year and helped out the Boston Celtics. Right. And St- Sam Cassell still sitting on the Boston Celtics bitch in a suit all year. But use Jameer Nelson, right. Nelson to spare Ray for offer. But I, I, I still, I got to go back to you have to. These guys are great outside perimeter shooters. You have to go back to getting the ball down low. Dwight Howard have to grow up, be more mature, and see, recognize the double team. If you have it there, go. 
a two on one is a fair is fair from but for if, him. But if they're hitting their outside shots, that's what opens up for him to get his. 40 points. Right, but I'm not going into the game saying y'all hit the outside shot so we can get it down low. I'm and the going, best perimeter shooting team in the NBA last season. I'm going inside out. Season and the playoffs. I'm going inside out. I'm going closer to the basket. But that's not what they've been doing to get them where they are, though. They've been going outside in. When Dwight Howard was shooting 35 and 40 points, they won every game. I understand that, but they were because they were shooting outside threes. They were shooting. They were perimeter shots. They were making their perimeter shots. When Eighteen they, footers, twenty footers. They were making those shots. They're not making those shots the first two yeah, series. Yeah, you can't make those games. shots unless you don't have the defender down low. If you, if you, the games I watched, they was making those shots after they established a down low presence. After they started getting it down to Dwight Howard. Plummy. This is why he had forty points These in those Jokers games. These Joker's had open, wide open outside shots, and they were not making them. Okay. The, the White Howard got to know when to pass the ball. Lakers, the Lakers sat in the box. In the paint, last two games got offensive rebounds. Well, if you're not hitting your shot, the, the Lakers, we mentioned earlier, the Lakers is a disciplined team. They opposed him. They got everybody in place. They got those guys in place to win. They got Dirk Fisher at the point, a general, can control the game. Kobe Bryant, nobody's can, no one can stop him. Palcasar will get his. Palcasar last time. Let me get my numbers up. Where's Petrus at? Palcasar had 24 points. 10 rebounds. You tell me that don't help with Kobe having 29, having five in the first quarter, finishing with 29, eight assists. The only thing Kobe uh, did was have um, uh, seven turnovers. Seven turnovers by Kobe Bryant, and the, and, the, um, and the Orlando Magic couldn't take advantage of that. He could have 20 turnovers until. Here's, here's, here's what happened uh, Derek Fisher had 12 points and three steals. Now, that doesn't balance out with Rayford Austin having four points and five assists. No, it doesn't. Not at all. We got a caller, man. Let's go to the line. Uh, Ken, Ken from ATL. Yes, call me. Hey, what's going on, brother? What's going on, Ken? What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I got Coach B. Rich Britt in the uh, studio with me. What's Normally word, he's uh, in Virginia. Oh, really? Yeah, what's going uh, on with you? Uh, man, just kidding. I'm loving your show, man. Try to tune into it on, on Tuesdays online. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, Keep checking us out. That love, man. Uh, yeah, definitely, man. And uh, I, love you know, I love, the word, love that liquor talk. I, I like the liquor talk going on today. Well, it's okay, so that's right. You, oh. yeah, you in ATL, but you, you diehard Laker. So I'm a diehard Laker fan from LA. You I know, know that. That's right. Yeah, but I honestly it. think, man, I think this is one of those games I think we're going to lose, though. I said as long as we can go in there, we take one, oh, bring it back no home, close it out on uh, game six at the, at the Staples Center, I'm good. But I think we're going to drop two of them. I think tonight we're going to drop one, and we might just drop either the – I say the the third game we'll drop that one. You, I thought it would be over in five, the way the – the way the Orlando – now, I like the Orlando. The way the Magic are playing. The way the Magic are playing, I thought it would be over in five. You thought it would be over five? Nah, I that, that's five. a different team than uh, on the road versus at home. See, you know on, on, at home, the fans there, uh, they just energizing that team so well, what they did to Boston um, and Cleveland. I just think the Lakers is going to go in there, and uh, I think they're just going to get outplayed. And I think it's not going to be uh, a coaching uh, matchup uh, on that standpoint. I think you know the players – the fans are just going to energize them. I think Dwight Howard is due for a breakout game. I think that uh, that six four what uh, six field goals and two game streak is over. I yeah, think he's going to go in there and probably pull up over thirty points, fourteen fifteen rebounds, five six blocks. I think he's going to be a beast tonight. Let me ask you a question, Ken. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. All right, me, me and Kwame having this together. A few a couple seconds to answer this question. How do you feel? I personally think. Orlando all season long and in the postseason used outside to set their inside. 
Oh, yeah, that's definitely. you got to remember something. Dwight Howard is not a player, a center that you can run plays through like you can do a Shaq, can, a Kareem. Can, can, can you know? They are a shoot outside, you know, they don't live and die by the three. Ken, hold on a second. I want you to stay on the line, Ken. I'm going to come back because I want to chime in on that come and that question right there myself. And I'm going to okay. let you finish up. You listen to Voice America Sports Network. You're the Kwame Lots of Sports Talk. We're going to come back. We got Ken from the ATL on the line. Coach B is in the studio no. now. We're going to take a break and come back in two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Voice America Sports Network. We've got Coach B in the studio. Yo, what's the word? You're listening to Kwame Lassen on Kwame Lassen Sports Talk. We got Ken from the ATL on the line, and we was talking off air, and we uh we almost got in an argument because uh, these two right here, these two jokers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we just that's how we feel, man. No, nah, but Ken, I, look, hey, two I, verse one, two people can't be wrong. I, uh, yes, he can. <laughs> I appreciate oh, I appreciate you calling in, but when we left off, man, we were talking about, and, and this is what I feel. I agree with you on when you said that. Dwight Howard is not mature because I've been making that point all the time. He gets the uh-huh. ball down low, and the first thing he do is put it on the ground. Uh-huh. He has yeah. Patrick, he has Patrick Ewan on that bench. When if I'm gonna give you the ball down low, turn around with the ball in your chest, your elbows out, and dunk. All you ha- all you do all you like to do is dunk the ball. If you don't make the basket, if you get foul, then you put them in foul trouble at some point, and it may help. It may benefit you and your team down the road in the fourth quarter. Or you may get an and one and go to the free throw line. So I, I agree with you when you say he's not mature enough. That's why I got a problem with Patrick Ewan sitting on the bench and not telling him. Now you uh-huh. said something about 
they're doing the same thing in New York, and I'm going to let you speak on that. Yeah, they did the same thing to Patrick Ewing. So you can't expect a player like Dwight Howard, who's not mature, who didn't go to college, who didn't learn from a uh, Krzyzewski, Dean Smith type uh, 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 coach, um, you know, a nice college basketball coach that could teach this guy, you know, how to put his uh, back towards the basket, how to uh, how to run the offense through your horse, your stud. The center is supposed to be the stud. That's your go-to guy like Shaq was, okay? They're not teaching him that. Why do you think Shaq said the same thing about Van Gundy when he was in Miami? They right. shoot first and run the offense through the center last. And, and that's Shaq told him, out of run the offense through me. That's why he didn't stay with uh, Miami, why they, re- why they left. I remember that. I remember okay. that. Okay. Shaq said year. the exact same thing. Right, They're not they, running that offense through the center. And he doesn't know. The only thing is that that man do exactly what he did when he was in high school. I, and let, I me say, clean, let me clean it up. Every time I see him, he's dunking the ball. Get off his, his rebounds, trying to dunk it back in, yeah. I'll use it to me. But there's no set play to that man. You, I, and I know. And all, all I see, he has no low post game. He turned around. It looked like he's almost thinking what to do. And that should be a reaction down there. You're a big man. You jump out the gym. His field goal percentage is 60%. 0.60 yeah. in the post game. Point six oh, you say point six oh, six almost sixty percent. Yeah, but you know he yeah. has no low post moves, man. I don't see him doing. it. Once he get that ball, if mm-hmm. his back is turned, it's, it's almost like he's thinking, like he's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do, and it yeah. looks like he's hesitant and and, and he yeah. does. He's not efficient enough where you either get mm-hmm. the ball, you want to be a superstar, and it bothers mm-hmm. me that he want to be a superstar, and then he mm-hmm. said my team this, my team that. I couldn't uh-huh. I couldn't get frustrated because I didn't want my team to see me frustrated. Those uh-huh. are not little kids. They can see you frustrated. Also, Kobe yeah. can say my team. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Kobe, yeah, Kobe can say it's my team. And what NBA championship have you seen? They superstars. Until he, until so what you're telling me, until he plays up his potential, absolutely, he can't, he can't get the word super in front. He can't get. He's not a superstar. Get out of Orlando. He's gone. I guarantee you, he's gone. He's not standard Orlando. Who? Who? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. I guarantee he's gone. Okay, what you think about this? Talk now. We, uh, we were talking about this before the show even started. Chris, oh. Chris Bosh, Chris Bosh, and uh, Carlos, Carlos Boozer going to Cleveland. Going to Cleveland. Now, there's not enough money for them to go there. There's, there's, there's no, no money, money there, and there's no market there. LeBron James is out. No, he's not. <laughs> that no, he's man not. is gone. I don't think so. That man is larger than life, and <laughs> wants to be larger <laughs> than life. Question. Let me ask a question. He's going to New York. Let me ask a question here. Why would he want to go to? The L.A. Lake, I mean, our Clippers, and or the Knicks. He's not going to uh, L.A. About That's my team. Why I'm from L.A. I'd love to What's see the him there, but it's not going to happen. He's going to make more this money. This man than wants to go assemble his own team in New York because guess what? what? This year, after next year, is going to be the biggest free agency in Ever. history. Ever. He's going to be able to take his team, his team members that he can put together. I, I think, Bosch. you know what? I think he should stay in Cleveland, but he's bigger than he's too big for Cleveland. But he's not. but we were talking about this. If he get Carlo Boozer, Rich was saying, Coach B was saying, they'll win three in a row. I don't see them win three in a row with that help. With Boozer and or another oh, solid no. big man, I don't why see you, why they wouldn't. I don't what see do you think happens to Cleveland against Randall this time around? The guards are too small. Right. You up here putting Delonte West on a six foot ten turkey glue, <laughs> uh, Rashard Lewis, Mo, you know, Mo Williams. What I'm saying is that just, you got Petrus coming off the bench. Too big. The Lakers got the length to stick with these guys. That's what they need. They need length. Yeah, Not those tall, you know, short, quick guards like Cleveland guys. Team. They need length. Uh-huh. Lakers, Lakers were a streaky team. Lakers were a streaky team in them other in them uh, 
previous games, but right now yeah, oh, I'm yeah. looking at the Kobe's previous. face. You see, he's looking like a tiger out there. Oh yeah, his little cow. They they talk yeah. about that. Oh, he's he really showing the true meaning of the yeah, word black mama. For real, <laughs> he don't, he don't he, don't this, this is, he's person. not gonna let that team lose. Kobe, he's like. You first one knock this off my hand. First one talk about your yeah. mama. I'm gonna get you. I got a chip on my shoulder. Knock it off. Knock, <laughs> knock it off like, my shoulder. You know how we were younger. Put the little uh, rock on our shoulder. Say knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> and he talking about your mama. Uh, you know. What I mean? <laughs> but look, man, look. I, for for the uh, Orlando Magic to pull this off, uh, Lewis had a great game. Rashad Lewis had a great game last week. He had 34 points, 11 rebounds, nine assists. I thought Turkaloos did a good job with his 22 points. <laughs> Howard, that's 17 points. Is not. That's not gonna get it done unless you no. feeding them initially. From the start of the game, feeding him initially uh, the basketball down low, and he's able to distribute out. And I keep going back to, uh, and I can you, I think you agree with me on this one. He's not mature enough. He's not. He's not mature but enough. It's not his fault though. It's whoever taught that man into going uh, straight to the NBA, not going to college. It's Van Gundy's fault for having that. Uh, Let's live by the three, die by the three first. Mentality, and he feeds down to Patrick Ewan, tell Patrick Ewan, this is what I want, Patrick Ewan, who's not experienced with being the go-to, you know, go-to me center, uh, first mentality to teach this man. It's all of their fault. So it doesn't just start with Patrick Ewan. Let's, let's get it right. Let's so start you know with the top first. Like, start Hakeem with Van Gundy. It's his, it's his head first. Hakeem will do a better job teaching um Teaching Dwight exactly, Howard. Exactly. Exactly. Well, That's first of all, I'm going to say, I'm going to be one of the guys. Kareem. I'm going to be one of the guys to talk him to go into uh, the NBA. He don't have to go to college. For he, what? I, I, mean, I, I, mean, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, they came out. He barely missed the cutoff. Well, they, well, they got no, basketball. He's learning how to go to college first. Yeah, that, but they don't do that in baseball. They do that in basketball. You can figure that out. That's, you can figure that out. Yeah, but they need it though. I mean, these guys need to learn how to, how no, to do some type of some dis- uh, they, you NBA know offense first before they just jump right in there, you know, out of high school playing that uh, running gun mentality and uh, street ball mentality in high school and, you know, learn how to play a little basic NBA de- uh, well, offense. Let me ask you I'm not going to with that. Time out. I'm, I'm, you're saying that right now. You're saying that right now, right? They should have been doing that. When Dwight Howard came out, exactly they should have been doing that. Let, let me send you to college for one year. Let me show you what the difference is going to be from high school versus what you're going to be seeing in the pros. Okay, you like a one-year class when Kobe came out before you go to the Mr. pros. Mr. Laker, you didn't say that when Kobe came out, Mr. Laker. Or Andrew <laughs> Bynum, Mr. Hey. Laker. Kobe, Kobe struggled his first few years. Well, I'm just saying, you're saying it now. Right. I mean, he struggled his first few years. Carmelo Anthony did what? He went to college. He won a national championship. But he had a pretty good coach, too. Went to the NBA. That man has not had one bad season since his rookie year. Yeah, but you, I mean, yeah, you can make an argument. You go to college first, you get some maturity. But I think, so, I think, like you said, it goes back further than before he gets into the NBA. I think if you got uh, a good foundation, and I and I'm sure um, Dwight Howard is real cool with his mom, and he talks about his mom all the time. I think it becomes her business because he's still a kid to make sure if the NBA comes calling, that's a tough, that's a, a hard decision that both of them have to make. Say he say he takes the NBA, in which he's did, uh, mm-hmm. but it's her job now to make sure on the off season is forget all the endorsements they're gonna be there, but you got to go to college. All you right, got you got to go college, or uh, also. 
he has to be in a summer camp where there's some big man, a big man summer camp. Like in football, we got defense, we got skill positions where we got my a defensive back camp where guys can hone their skills up. Right. He has to go somewhere where a big man can teach him some low post moves. Uh, he's not hesitant, and he needs to get to that free throw line and, and be more consistent. But that's where that maturity comes into play because right now he's, you know, got that mentality now that nobody can't tell me nothing. I'm Dwight Howard. I'm going to play my game. Patrick Ewing is letting him get away with it. And then Gunny is letting him get away with it. It's going to take him going to another team, getting with a a Kareem, a Hakeem, Olajuwon, uh, you know, somebody like that, a a great uh, back to the – uh, goal center to teach this man how to settle down, stop jumping up all over the place, how to uh, post up, and just go in there and dominate. He and let that uh, coach run the offense through your center. No team has won the championship without yes, getting sir. your center involved in the game. Run yeah. the offense through your stud. Yeah, Why do you have to be that? Yes, if, he, he, if, he, if he's going to be a superstar, man, he's going to have to get the ball. Team, Take the Bulls by the horn and and dominate, and he can't do it because guess what? They're going to live and die by the three, and watch them live and die by the three if, for this. Once they do that, if they if he stays in, you saying he should leave Orlando? If he stays in Orlando, then Van Gundy, uh, he's still being the coach. They're going to shoot that outside jumper. Richard said, and uh-huh. you, you say they're going to they shoot are. the outside jumper. And guess what? He's never going to get. He's not going to mature. Go. He's never going to have a low post game when all they're doing is shooting them jumpers. Not at all. He mm-hmm. has nobody to practice against. He has another big man where he can really play a physical five-minute mm-hmm. five low post game and, and, and hone his skills up. Okay. But see, his other problem is also is that he really doesn't have a quality backup neither, so he's always in foul trouble. So uh-huh. Let me sitting, ask you this. He's always yeah. sitting oh. on the minutes. He's self-inflicted, though. I think he calls a lot of that stuff because uh, stupid fouls like that he don't have to make. He okay. makes a lot of he's crazy fouls. Young. When when LeBron was in the finals two or three years ago, yeah, everybody was saying he's not mature enough. He's not this. He's not that. Okay. Uh-huh. When Kobe was in the finals, you know, Kobe had help. He LeBron had help. don't have help. Right, but he was still uh-huh. messing up in those finals. He was yeah. immature. He was doing this. He was doing that. Okay, it's uh-huh. the kid's first final. You know, it's a, it's an experience. He's finally mm-hmm. experiencing that. Okay? Uh-huh. Well, let me let me ask you something. Yes. That's a great question for both of y'all. Go. Boston versus Orlando. Let's go back to that series. Well, well healthy, who you Kevin saying? Garnett oh, no, no. and Leon Poe, does Orlando beat Boston? No, well, well no. If they had Leon Poe, no, they don't beat him. But With I can Garnett even go one better. Poe, do they beat him? That's better. what I'm saying. As I long can... as they have got to keep playing this type of offense, Orlando would never get this far again. I <laughs> guarantee it. Again, but on the Boston, on the Boston series, we got Boston, a minute. We got a minute. If Boston would have never have let James Posey leave in free agency, Boston would be in the finals right now against the Lakers. James Posey started no, I still think they still will be there. I think, you know, it's the big man. You need Garnett. You need Leon Poe. They ran that offense through those guys last year. That's true. They do not, hey, they Ken, we got 30 barely, seconds, man. Hold on, Ken. Ken, I, man, I'm enjoying this conversation. It's, it's, <laughs> it's active, man. Uh, you, if you, we got one more segment if you want to hold on, but I got to take this break. You listen to Kwame Lassa on the Kwame Lassa Sports Talk and Coach B in the studio. We got Ken from the ATL. We're live on the Voice America Sports Network. We're going to take a two-minute break and get back with you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. We cover everything. 
Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective. That'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Owen Hodge Show. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports welcome back we're going into the last segment if you want to call in we got ken from the atl on the line diehard laker fan but the number here is 888-346-9144 that's the word what's up coach b is in the house coach call b us here. up ask us some questions we going we going hard on this uh, conversation about this uh this uh Dwight Howard Orlando Magic Laker game I, and I like the energy man I appreciate the call in but me me and Coach B was we was getting at it too uh, yeah well, I, I like the energy though what's going on I'm, let me cross over a little bit with this let's football get some football man that pig yeah. skin let's do it what's what's going on in the ATL Ken you down there you hear all the talk and all these hoop raw. Huh? Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, you kid. know, we had a good season last year. I mean, it was it was good. I mean, Matt Ryan showed me something. Uh, you know, I had a rookie quarterback coming in, stepping in from day one, starting. Uh, you know, very mature, very poised, uh, good arm. Um, I mean, he's a great quarterback. He's Tony. he's going to be a great quarterback. Right. You know, he he was good. Uh, but we have a lot of holes to fill, though. Defense uh, lost you. a lot of great players on defense. Uh, uh-huh. We didn't fill them. Um, uh, the, the, there's no maturity on defense. There's, uh, you know, we, we brought in Tony Gonzalez to help out Matt Ryan a little bit, but okay. um, uh, defense wins games. Well, so. hey, there you go. You got, and you got two defensive <laughs> guys sitting here talking to you. And one thing uh-huh. we will say is defense wins championships and also wins games. But I uh-huh. honestly think that now with the addition of Tony Gonzalez to that offense, which is a very mm-hmm. powerful offense last year with the running back, the two-headed monster y'all got back there with my mouth, Michael Turner and um, – 
What's the rookie that came in last year? Y'all picked up. Uh, Darius Norwood. Jarius no, Norwood. Norwood. He been with there. With them two, um, Norwood been there for a while. Okay, my bad. Uh, yeah, with them two, yeah, with Roddy uh, White coming out as a good receiver for the first time, and you know, since for a while, I think mm-hmm. that uh, the offense is going to be able to put up some points. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you this. Um, I'll tell you this. These guys, these guys in uh, this year, Ken, but defense not there. I'll tell you this. When they came to uh, Arizona and played the Cardinals, that was a pretty good game. You know why they lost the game? The receivers were dropping balls. They was a uh, third down and long, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. third and mid range. They mm-hmm. had uh, Ryan got the ball, got them the ball, but they were dropping the ball, so they couldn't extend the extend the down. So, right. and that's mm-hmm. how the Cardinals pulled it off. But if they go nine and seven this year, the Atlanta Falcons, I, they better consider that a good season. I don't think nine and seven will get them in the playoffs this year. But no. if they go nine and seven, they back with no defense and uh, they beef up the offense to help them. He's going. Tony Gonzalez going to be in a Pro Bowl at tight end again from Atlanta because they're going to have to feed this guy the ball because I exactly. still don't see them by the end of the conference really stopping him, locking him down. But, y'all, again, you mentioned no defense over there, right. and you're going to be playing arena football, and it's going to be tough for those guys to do. That's the, uh-huh. But Tony Gonzalez is going to be a safety net. So Tony going to get you 10 catches, probably average 10 catches a game. Right. You know, and, and 75 to 100 75, yards. Maybe a tug or two in a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also you got to look at, what was our problem last year? Our problem last year is we couldn't win on the road. No. It, it, I think, I think the offensive players, Rod, yeah, Roddy White finally broke out. Jenkins finally broke out. Dez White finally. But when those guys go on the road, I think they just get you know, too displaced out there on the field. Right. I think their, first just, game, their big first game focused. was here. Their big first game was here in the playoffs, and these guys start dropping these balls. I'm telling uh-huh. you, they had the Cardinals on the road, but the better team won. It was just uh-huh. an exciting. It was like I'll give you an example. It was like what Michael Vick did, and and Ryan did a great job of what happened to the city in itself, and what happened after the Michael Vick and the dog fighting and all that. I think he did a good job of coming in and taking all that uh, heat off the team, and these guys won. And the same thing when Michael Vick came in. Uh, these guys were no show, no shows in the stadium. As soon as he signed with the, as soon as he get with the Atlanta Falcons out of Virginia Tech, these guys sell out. You know, he's the number one jersey in the National Football League, mm-hmm. and they selling out. Yep. Now you got teams like uh, the Atlanta Falcons, the Atlanta Hawks. If these guys are not winning, these fans are not showing up down there. So I don't know what's going down in Atlanta. Well, but sometimes. <laughs> That's why sometimes. Atlanta was voted, literally voted, the number one worst sports city in the country. They do not support their fans. Well, what about the clubs? But their teams, well, the clubs they do not support one. them. They number one in club popping. They number one in club popping, going to the club. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They're definitely on the club Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and definitely on a Sunday night. I know, I know that. They would definitely support that. it. But when it comes to supporting your team, forget it. Beginning of the season, they're looking to sell the tickets. Beginning of the season, oh, they want to keep them and go down. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's, again, yeah. that's fair weather fans. That's too yeah. bad. And what's, yeah. the, what's the talk about Michael Vick? Because Michael Vick, uh, obviously he's going to get a second chance. He has to get a second chance. There's there's guys in the league right now who's mm-hmm. done worse than what he's did. Uh, mm-hmm. You're talking about dog fighting and killing dogs. I mm-hmm. played with some guys that had uh, some homicides. Yeah, and yeah so, definitely. So if Michael Vick get a lead, where, where, you, where do you see him going and – uh, mm-hmm. Is there any backlash still uh, with and down in ATL? Not at all. You don't hear nothing about anything bad about Michael Vick from anybody down here. This city wants Michael Vick back. I mean, in some type of capacity, they want Vick back. And we got to convert him to a receiver, uh, backup quarterback, something. These 
fans are in love with Michael Vick. Is that kind of like the... They do not want to see Michael Vick go anywhere. Is that they don't hear like, nothing bad about Michael Vick here when it comes to talking to just regular people on the street, you know. Hey. These guys still walking around all last year with the jersey during on. the whole season with Michael Vick jersey. That's kind of like Marion Barry, man, in D.C. They, they, the guy get... Uh, the guy get busted for uh, drugs. Yeah, Mary comes, he Mr. comes. Mary can get get mad yeah. love in D.C. If he comes back and get out of jail and, and run for mayor and get it again. If he runs again in two years, Fenty will lose against Marion Barry again. I'm yeah. telling you, this man yeah. is everybody loves Marion Barry. So uh-huh. that's, so there's really no backlash back there with Michael Vick. They love to have him back, but that's the fans and the fans do speak because they come out and they come out and uh, support their team. When they are winning, yeah. So, but it's yeah. the management. Winning, it's, the, yeah. it's the management who has all the power, has all the control, and, and, and what's going to go back. And Roger Goodell. So we'll we'll keep our eye on that. I tell you what, I got a problem. Now. We got like two and a half minutes left, but uh, I'm I'm a little tired about this Brett Favre situation. I don't know what Brett you guys Farr, feel about this. Uh, retire, please. He, please he retire, retire, Brett. I think if you retire, he can go down as you know. He's already going to go in the Hall of Fame. He might. He's a first ballot Hall of Fame, but. Mm-hmm. When you when you keep coming back and forth, you don't know when you want to retire. I can understand they want you to retire a lot sooner or make your decision right away. But why don't he just sit down can, somewhere? Can I say something? I'm gonna say something real quick. And I'm gonna leave it alone. All right, if I can make 20 million dollars by working in the front office of the Green Bay Packers and an ambassador status, and I don't have to worry about getting hit no more or playing the game. I will do that. Drop of a hat. Boom. I'm there. But you know where that 20 million dollars coming from? That's if he signs some paraphernalia stuff and um. That's $20 million. I mean, it's $20 million all the same. The, when it's the uh-huh. second greatest person to ever come out of the Green Bay Packers organization uh-huh. is Brett Favre. First person, Bar- Vince Star- Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. Lombardi, exactly. And then Brett Favre. Yeah. But, I don't but care. This, Paul Horn. Be Paul be Paul Paul That's old school, though. That's, I mean, we're talking about yeah. now now. Right. Brett Favre is, uh-huh. was the face of the Green Bay Packers for how long? Because when Brett Favre got there, what were they? They were, they were, it was not very good at all. Not very good Oh, I think they had was the Magic Man. That was it. Well, they well, Magic Man was going to pop a little light. Yeah. Well, you know, Reggie come from Philadelphia. But if he sit down somewhere, man, I think he's still a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. But if he sit down, he can't keep going back and forth wanting to play and then holding these team hostages waiting for the – Yeah. And wait for, they keep thinking they're going to put pressure on him like Minnesota. You got a mm-hmm. weak deadline. They said that yeah. three weeks ago that he they had a week. So, Tommy, I, from, I don't know. From man. your standpoint. That, coming, that, from, uh, coming from the locker room. How do you think Kevon Jackson feels? This is the man that you drafted to be your future. That's what I'm saying. And now all of a sudden you got, you know, you're playing tug of war. You're going to retire or not, Brett Favre, when you got Tavares Jackson. He's ready. That's Give what that I'm man saying. a shot. Stop playing possum with somebody shot. that's supposed to be retired. What do you think that's going to do to that man's confidence? It's crazy because if he come back, man, and they, you got to think, like, you really didn't want me here. But you know what, uh-huh. man? Uh, that's some nonsense going on in Minnesota, and it, it it happened in Denver, and you see what happened with Matt Castle and those guys. It happened in Denver, and that'll mess your team up. And I'm gonna keep an eye on Denver and see how that pans out with the 32 year old coach coming in, uh, making waves right away. But look, I got 30 seconds, man. Ken, I appreciate you calling in, man. We're gonna hey, pick I this back fun. up, man. We're gonna pick this back up. We got Coach B in the studio. Yes, I'm in the studio. So we. It was great talking to you, Coach. Take it easy, Ken. Appreciate you calling in, man. All right, call me. All right, Ken. I'll get at you. Camelback, Scottsdale Camelback Resort. I got mad love for y'all. Uh, thank you guys for coming back another week. You listen to Kwame Lassen Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. I appreciate Coach B coming flying in town. Oh, man. I can't, I'm happy to be here, he man. He's talking about Scottsdale Camelback like he 
got a room there now. Like yeah, he lived there you know, now. It's, it's great place, great people there. I say what's up to my girls from Seattle. What's good? We gonna come back uh, next week and talk to you guys. We got a lot more to talk about. We got only an hour to do it. So I see you guys next week on the Force America Sports Network. Peace. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.